0: That's right. It's the morning show of the Hollywood Social Lounge right here on ABC News Radio, KMET, 1490 AM. Yes, it is a fantastic time to have you with us. Yes, the morning show sometimes gets in my head with the Hollywood Social Lounge. But I digress. We've got Mr. Sean Nickerson in the house. Good morning, Sean. Good morning everyone. so do you happen to make that same mistake on the morning show sometimes? <laughs> I go yes it's the Hollywood social Lounge with yeah no I I don't know it happens every now and then but uh yeah speaking of something that happening every now and then Sean uh, I got some stories over here of things that are like that's it they're they were, came out a couple seasons and now they're gone. Uh, so we're going to talk about that around the corner. What shows are returning? What's leaving? Some have got the axe, including Fox. Fox canceled some stuff over there. So we'll talk about that. Uh, you have a lot of shows you like on Fox, right? Orville. Yeah, that's a that's decent horrible. show. Yeah. Uh, Did that speaking- get the axe? <laughs> what? What <laughs> was wait, that? What? One of the axes? Uh, I'll, I'll. That waits. That we'll wait to see. Okay. We'll wait to see. I know. He's he's like, oh, man, don't ask that. Right. There's always that's what I don't like about certain shows where you're like, you get all pumped up in it. You're like, this is fantastic. And then all of a sudden, boom, they pull the carpet from underneath you. Right. But uh, one of the stars on the Orville, what I can say, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Good old Patrick uh, spent time with us on the morning show. So maybe that's why I did the intro like I did. Right. If you don't watch the morning show weekdays at 8 a.m., same stations and online, then you're missing out on all the fun we have. So we had Patrick on the show yesterday, actually, to talk about his latest improv happening over here in our neck of the woods in Irvine. And uh, we actually, Brenda and I, went to go see him in uh, all of his glory and uh, had a good time, fun time out. Fun time spending in Irvine, which is in Orange County, for those of you around the world. And so Patrick Warburton, of course, doing some great stuff. I mean, he's been in so many things. A series of unfortunate events. Family Guy, which, funny story. He actually said his mom's petitioning for Family Guy to be taken off the air. He's like, Mom, that's how I paid your bills. But, uh, so there you go. Uh, of course, he's in so many things, he's The Tick, right, uh, and much, much more. All right, so he's coming up around the corner, get to hear that interview as well, and super excited about this. Yes, Pierce Brosnan has returned to television for the first time since Remington Steel. Now, I don't know about you, Sean, but did you ever, like, watch Remington Steel? I didn't, that? didn't really get into it, no. Now, I think I think the only reason I watched Remington Steel was because my mom was into it. I don't I'm not sure that my dad was, but they would watch it together. And I remember just watching it with them. And I thought, oh, I really like this guy's voice. Like he has that cool. Where is he from? What's that that accent that 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 Pierce has? But, you know, it's got that. It's just got that like, oh, that's kind of cool. So when he became 007, I was like, yes. That is 007, classy, articulate, like, you're right, like, ladies' man, obviously. Well, um, then they went to Daniel Craig, and for me, that was just downhill from there. But many of you like it, so I won't down it entirely. But now, you could check him out. He's returned to television in the latest show, The Sun. Yeah, which is on Saturdays at AMC, The Wild West. And all of its glory. We got one of his co-stars here on the show coming up around the corner. Cedric Double Chain. Yeah, Cedric Double Chain. He's going to be joining us right here on the show live on air. So super excited about that. Talk about what it's like to be on the Wild West show of The Sun. And uh, what it's like to be with 007. Does he give him some tips on... Because Cedric, if you look at Cedric, like you're like, mm, he he could be a, he could be a spy as well, and like you know maybe maybe Pierce could hook him up with yeah the other one and then they I don't know but I do know this he's he's got some other stuff going on and uh, we're gonna talk about all that around the corner so I'm excited about that uh, so now let's talk uh, Mr. Sean about some of the cancellations happening like Fox. And this, you knew this one was going downhill after season two, right? Like season two, they replaced one of the main characters, and you're like, "Oh, don't know if that's a good thing." And I'm talking about Fox's very own Lethal Weapon. Remember that?
1: Lethal yeah, weapon. yeah, that was uh, bound to happen because that after they yeah. got rid of the one guy, it was like just not the same.
0: No. No, it wasn't. Uh, Just after three seasons, they decided to cancel Lethal Weapon. The movie isn't exactly a surprise, as the uh, show has faced high-profile, behind-the-scenes turmoil. Of course, that was star Clain Crawford, who was fired in May of 2018 after reports of his bad behavior on set surfaced. Makes you wonder who who surfaced those videos, right? Of course, video and audio recordings later came to light that captured the on-set tension. Of course, Fox renewed the show for a third season. They replaced him, which, like I said, whenever you replace a main character, it's okay if it's like a, you know, little sub character, right? Like that's what Mike Michael J. Fox. Remember him in Back to the Future? They replaced uh, the actress that was with him with Elizabeth Shue, and nobody noticed, right? Uh so, but when you do that with the main character, it's kind of going to have problems. Uh, months later, Damon Wayans announced. He, too, planned to leave the show after completing the first 13 episodes of the season, citing health concerns. Oh, no. Uh, according to Wayans, Damon, he says, uh, quote, I'm a 58-year-old diabetic, and I'm working 16-hour days. It's hard for me to play this loving, supportive father, husband, and friend on TV and be the guy in life who's telling everybody, I can't. I've got to work. Oh, so there you go. Wow, he's diabetic. Mm-hmm. My mom's diabetic, too. I I can understand that to a degree. Although I will say, when you're diabetic, you really got to watch what you eat. You really do. Like, you have to be on it. Now, is he on it? I don't know. I would imagine catering knows what he should eat and shouldn't eat. But uh, so there you go. Wayne's uh, stayed on for two more episodes. Of course, ended in a cliffhanger and uh, called a launch to where we want to go in season four. But they, they were like, yeah, no. Not gonna happen. There is no season four. I mean, look, this has happened how many times with certain shows, and then like Netflix says, you know what? We see the audience. We know how to market this. We'll take it, right? Maybe at a discount. So will they? Is it good enough for that to happen? I don't know. Have you ever seen an episode of Lethal Weapon, Sean? Yeah, I actually watched the first couple seasons. And oh, so you got pretty like into it then, but then you stopped after the second season, right? Uh-huh, like, yeah. 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 Again, um, I I think they really tried. It, it makes you I, look, I feel bad for the original guy that was there and for his bad behavior. I, I, I'm actually not completely against that information coming out, because if you're a jerk behind the scenes, right, it's it's a bound. It's bound to surface in today's climate. Right. There's not one cell phone that isn't around to capture some. Craziness.
1: Yeah, this right? isn't the nineties. This is uh, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so be a nice person to begin with, right? But I will say, sometimes people have, and I'm not I don't know his backstory. I don't. I think he said that he had some problems and that he was trying to get help with. So that's what I hope, right? That that like the person goes, sees what they did. I mean, look at Robert Downey Jr. Talk about a mess before Marvel Avengers, right? Just a mess, in and out of prison. But now look at him fantastic, right? And like the biggest, he just needed the help he needed. So sometimes people end up being problems just because they need help. And I have a feeling maybe, I hope, I hope, because there are people that are just jerks and no matter how much help you give them, they're just jerks, right? But then there's sometimes substance abuse that is tied into it and you're like, I hope they get help for that. But sometimes there's just douchebags and jerks. So there's no pill for that or fixing that so uh all right so i digress some more here on the hollywood social lounge yeah so uh we got to take a quick break though when we come back oh it's all about the sun (laughs) the sun s-o-n not the sun not we're not sun worshiping here all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back right after these messages don't go anywhere Welcome back. Yes, it is the Hollywood Social Lounge right here on ABC News Radio, KMET, 1490 AM, also KVVB TV, Channel 33, Facebook Live, and Periscope TV. Yes, I've been talking about it. It's all about AMC's very own show. It is on every Saturday. New episode. We're in current season two, starring Pierce Brosnan. It is called The Sun. And spending time with us right now is somebody who knows a little bit about the sun. Yes, that and more. We have a, <laughs> we have the man with the plan, Cedric Shane. Good morning. Welcome to the show, Cedric. Hey, thank you. Thank you,
2: Aaron. What's going on, man? <laughs> Dude.
0: Okay. So you play in this, I, I the sheriff, right? The, the man of the law. Yes, but, sir. But I understand, uh, you are you like your own man, or you kind of do things like a 007, like kind of twist your arm? Because he is 007 right behind the scenes. Uh,
2: right, right, right.
0: Unfortunately,
2: I am i don't end up being my own man. Uh, let's
0: put it that way.
2: You know, I come in being my own man, but once I come into Pierce Brosnan's territory under the guise of Eli McCullen, all that goes out the window, man.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: well, like, right? That's just the
0: way it is. Like, Right, you know, right, exactly. In the Wild West, the sheriff was never, like, his own man. You ever notice that? Like, unless, it, like, it was always that one that would run away from the town just right. because, like, he was the least. And then every now and then there was one that would come in and he'd take on. But then, before long, he'd be run out of town. So, exactly. how how long do you think you have in this town, dude? This-
2: oh man, oh man. Well, well first of all, um, I end up having much longer than I thought I would. I'll put it that way, without uh, you know presenting any spoilers of the season. Yeah. Um, the last sheriff of season one, they took him out the last episode. So I knew coming in that my days were numbered. So. Got it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> You're like, look, I know where this is going. And right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and again, you know, look, uh, I have to ask, of course, going into the West, right? Like, being able to go back in time and and shoot that, You you don't have to have the best hygiene on these sets, right? I'm just wondering, like, do you, or do you? Do you, like...
2: Uh, yeah, we have we have good hygiene on the set. We may not look like we have good hygiene <laughs> on the camera, but we have some good hygiene on the set. <laughs> I mean, there's dirt everywhere. I'm just thinking We're like we had
0: method acting like that, Aaron. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, do you would, take a bath once every once well, every ten I, days? Because you I, know, I
2: would say my character, you know, every you know few days or so, he he, he takes a bath, but you know. That's in in the fantasy land right there. (laughs) You know, there are do's and do nots as far as I'm concerned when it comes to acting. That's one of the do not, okay? Let's leave that to the imagination right there. You know, that's acting one-on-one. I can pretend like I smell something
0: stinky, okay? I don't get you showing up to the set stinking, okay? <laughs> well, I just think, I think, like, Cedric, like, you know, you Pierce gets to grow out his beard, right? Like, after all, like, Remington Steele, I don't know if you, like, were a big viewer of Remington Steele. I was. So, like, he was always clean-shaven for that. 007, always clean-shaven. Now he gets to grow it out. I've got to imagine. Yes. Like, that feels good.
2: And the thing about it is is this.
0: When I was hired, I had a full beard.
2: I showed up to the set with a full beard. Because you're said, like, this is Western. Let's right, do it. Right, right, right. I- exactly. Maybe I can keep it. As soon as it. they saw that beard, they cut that beard off <laughs> of me. They, there's only one man that's getting ready to have a beard in this show, and it was Pierce. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, we got to yeah. get you your own stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I a male around here <laughs> yeah la- you know the ladies are like you don't know what it's like to shave your legs we're like you don't know what it's like to shave your face all the time like it's exactly. <laughs> but okay so you're doing some pretty fantastic things over there i understand though you're acting actually you went to school for acting right and and in our local backyard too uh, definitely i'm a cal arts alum i uh,
2: graduated from cal arts just outside of los angeles california
0: now I've me I've met a lot of people that go to school for acting, but very few come out actually acting and doing like making television uh, shows. And I mean, you you kind of hit the ground running. now. You got quite a few to your name there. I, Thank w- you. W- yeah. So, what was that like? What was that moment? Did you go on castings right away? How did that happen? What um,
2: my graduating year. From CalArts, um, I was fortunately picked up by an agent, you know, every year, like most conservatory programs, they have a showcase in front of cast and directors, producers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, after our showcase, I was actually contacted by an agent that was interested in them meeting with me during my commencement that year. You know, so uh, I, I was very excited, very excited Three months later, I actually booked my first speaking part, and that was on an episode of Seinfeld. Ah! Yeah, yeah. So I I, I was very fortunate in that respect. One, I got an agent very quickly. And two, I didn't have to go through the long process of becoming a union actor. I booked a speaking part, you know, um, not long after graduating.
0: Well, okay. Wait, wait, So which episode are we going to look out for? For, Because it's funny that you say that. We have Patrick Warburton, uh, which was on the show this week. We're having him right after you. Okay. uh, So him being on Seinfeld, it's like everything Seinfeld lately, bringing everybody together.
2: Aaron, I was on, on one of the most popular episodes of Seinfeld. Okay. I had one line, but I got a lot of coverage <laughs> on that episode. And it was a Soup Nazi episode.
0: Oh, uh, I love that one. Nazi I actually episode. met the okay. Soup
2: Nazi once. Yes, yes, yes. It was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Oh, that's. My yeah. one line was, how is he today? You know, I come in. I ask, how is he today? And then so the customer walking out the door he seems to be doing pretty good. I, <laughs> I turn around with this big cheesy grin on my face. So he's having this scene with uh, Julia Louise Gryphus. So she mm-hmm. makes him angry, you know, and then he throws out, Who wants to speak up next? And then Julia turns around towards me, and then I have this dumbfounded look on my face.
0: <laughs> I remember that. I totally remember that. Who doesn't remember? You're right. Every, yeah, anybody and everybody. Wow, you, that you really, okay, so from there, from Seinfeld, it was like, That's it, you've arrived.
2: Right,
0: right, right. Uh, so, so I began to go I, I began to go
2: on some very good auditions. The thing is this, Aaron, in my beginning years after graduating from CalArts, CalArts trained us very well. During that time, and they have changed tremendously over the years, but we our the core of our training was in the theater. I had not been acclimated to the medium of film much. Right, right. So, I went through a a, a whole process, man, of, you know, casting directors loving my look, loving my energy, Uh but I haven't quite mastered, you know. It's called Tone It Down. Right, right, right. And and I'm sure just from this interview, you can see that I'm a stage (laughs) actor. But trust me, trust me, right, right. Trust me, Aaron, when I get behind that camera, I know how to tone it down. I know Uh how to tone it down. I've been I've been working with some seasoned professionals over the years, including Pierce Brosnan to top the list off. I, I was so impressed with that man's talent, you know, because he is so small, but at the same time, so big. Right. So right. I said, wow. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's amazing. got that
0: smoldering look, right? Yeah. Like, yes, I, exactly. You ever ask him what he's thinking to get to that mode? Because I I think he's just like man, I can't wait for catering to come out. Right, right, right. <laughs> You know what? I, I wish I had that opportunity
2: to talk. Pierce was so much in his zone. I, I, I just, I, I couldn't. You, let, just, you leave him. You're right. Like, <laughs> I let him be. I let him be. But, Get you know, it's it just amazing to be around that kind of energy and just to be in the company of an actor at that caliber.
0: Well, and uh, you've been in front of a lot of really amazing actors. I want to talk about that around the corner. Can we keep you for a bit? I want to keep you just for a little bit longer, because okay. I understand uh, you and Regina had a little. Uh... Yes, Regina. Regina. Yes. All right. Yes. So we're gonna yes. talk about that and more. Uh, we need to take a quick break. We have with us, yes, the man with the plan. And I'm telling you, this man—he is got—he's on fire. He's on fire, so I can't wait to see what's happening next with him. It's a Cedric Duple-Chan- Duple-Chan? Yes, it right, duple Dupeshang. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it right. I'll get it right. I'm not French Chai. yet. So it's, right, it, right. it's I'm getting my my card over there. Okay, we're gonna take a break here on the Hollywood Social Lounge. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Yes, it is the Hollywood Social Lounge right here on ABC News Radio, KMT 1490 AM, KVVB TV 33, Facebook Live, and Periscope TV. Yes, we have all the way from the sun. Yes, Pierce Brosnan stars along with Cedric and uh, It's Cedric, where does that name come from? Tell, tell me, what's the history behind that?
2: It's a, it's a French origin. Um, it's my mother's family name. Huh? That I use as my stage name. My uh, my legal name is Cedric Duplichane West, which of course West is what? my name.
0: Yes, that yes. is a fantastic last, yes. like the West. Okay, so because I thought you just were going by that, like because you know you like to be in the West with Pierce Brosnan. No, 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 no. no I no. thought you were like channeling being in the West <laughs> from here on, but that, that's a cool last name. Wow. Thank you. Both of them are pretty cool. All right. So uh, I wanted you to bring us back a little uh, to American Crime, because you also you get to be with some pretty top actors as well. And I I can only imagine what that was like being with the one and only Regina.
2: Regina King.
0: Regina King. Yeah. Academy
2: Award winning. Yeah. Golden Globe winning. Yeah. King. Yeah. Yes. And it was a it was a pleasure to work with her, you know, prior to her winning her first Emmy. Yeah, even better. Right that 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 gave me great satisfaction. I said, you know, I was part of that. I was part of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was part of that. I gave her lines to be able to go off of, and you know what? (laughs) I always, you know, what's funny you say that because I always like put my whenever I see other people succeed, I go, you know, I had a hand on that. Uh, Like. Absolutely. Absolutely. They may not put me in their acceptance speech, right. but I'm right. I'm in the subtext of that acceptance. At speech. At the same time, that's not to take anything
2: away from Regina because Regina yeah. has been
0: around for decades. That yeah. you know,
2: the, the lady has an enormous, enormous you know album of work, you know, and respectable you know work that she's put out there in the universe. Yeah. She's well, a I- remarkable young lady.
0: Remarkable. Well, and, and, and I mean, look, you're also pretty remarkable. I, I understand you're on another really remarkable show, which is coming up around the corner, on the O-Network. Oh, tell me.
2: Uh, Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar. Um, a good friend of mine, Anthony Sparks, he's the showrunner of uh, Queen Sugar this particular season. And uh, a character came up, um, young Ernest. Ernest is the patriarch that um, passed away during the first season. So they're doing some um, some backstory in this current season, and I won't talk about that too much because I don't want to, you know, have the, you know, yeah. on They'll pull
0: this whole interview. They're going to be right. like. Exactly. exactly. It's so not just... like the Avengers. I mean, it's not right. like the spoiler of the Avengers, but. but... but...
2: Uh, they they are very sensitive when it comes to their material. Just say that I will be playing the young Ernest in this upcoming uh, uh, show. Yes. All right. All
0: right. Okay. And that's uh, that's pretty cool to be on the network of Oprah. Does Oprah ever like visit, or do you hear like her calling somebody and being like, "Hey, I want I want Cedric to redo that. I feel he has more." Behind, like uh, holding back. Do you ever?
2: (laughs) I I, I have no idea, man. I I would have loved to have been there while Oprah was there, even making a phone call. I probably would stop in the midst of the take to run over there and talk with her.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I totally get fired in the same process. I'm totally there with you. Yeah, that's the thing. But okay, so take take me back though, uh, Cedric, because obviously there was a moment that you said, I want to be an actor. And, and I mean, to go to school for it, that is some commitment. I, I remember my director in high school saying I needed to go to Cal arts and I just went a totally different path, but Mm -hmm. you did exactly what I didn't do. And so having done that, like what, what was the, the lead up to that for you? Because you're very accomplished. You've learned a lot of other stuff as well. I mean, you teach, you 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 inspire others. You go to jails. I mean, the the <laughs> you do a lot behind right, the scenes. Right, 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 right. Of, Exactly. So so how did how did all of this fuse together for you?
2: Well, I can go all the way back to elementary, you know, and being a parent myself. Uh, my son is um, about to graduate from high school this year. But one of the things that I learned as a new parent parent, pay attention to what kids are doing while they're young. And that's going to be an indication in terms of what path they should go in. I practiced that philosophy with my son. In addition, I was aware of that growing up. One of the things that I would always do when I was very young, I would always, whenever my cousins would come over to the house, my sister, we would create these dramas these dramas, literally, oh. dramas, you know, where we had, you know, scripts, cliffhangers at the very end, and once we came back together, we'd start with the cliffhanger and we'd go back into the new episode, et cetera, et cetera. The name of our uh, series during that time, it was called Sweets, and it was very similar to Dynasty, you know? I grew oh. up in the 80s eighties and, and stuff, you know? Yeah. My, my character's name was Dex Dexter, you know, <laughs> my sister, uh, she was sweet, and so it, it, even when kids were born in the family, they were given a fictional name to be a part of this series we had going on. Okay, so it started there. In middle school, I began to engage myself in theater arts, performing in plays, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Around my tenth grade year, that's when I Fully decided. Okay, this is what I want to do. I began to look in a lot of the conservatories across the United States, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I end up having an audition for Cal Arts my senior year before I graduated. That I end up missing because a lady friend of mine, we had gotten into it, had a little drama, you know, on the way to the audition. I just told her, forget it, you know, <laughs> take take me home, you know. Oh, so, okay. but it, it it came back full circle for me because that first semester of my first year in college, I attended U of H, where I I started um, to study theater, already knew that I was leaving because I I had to get out of Texas. I I wanted to get out of Texas. That was number one. Secondly, I got to get into a school that's going to prepare me to become a professional actor. Mm -hmm. After leaving U of H, that first semester, I attended a school in San Diego, and then I started hearing about Arts all over again. All over again. So there was a group of us. We got in the van. We drove to CalArts. We auditioned. It was about seven or eight of us. There were two of us who got accepted into the program. I was one of them. And that's how it happened. Always said that whatever I major in, I'm going to do. I have two degrees. I have a degree in theater, specifying in acting, and also have a master's degree in secondary education. I say I'm not going to get degrees just to be getting them. Okay, right. I'm, I'm actually Thank going you. to do it. You know, if I get a degree in it, I'm going to do it. And also, being a teacher, going back to you—you uh, you wouldn't believe it—but I actually discourage students from going into theater. Okay, why do you do that, Cedric? Why do you do that? Okay, this is why I do it. I—I I come across more people going into theater when they really, they have not count up the costs, you right. know, when it comes to going into the entertainment industry. Mm. You got to know that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know you're going to make it. Okay? There cannot have be any kind of doubt in mind. Also, going into a field like that, you can end up wasting a whole lot of time. True. And I don't, I don't want that for my students. So I'd rather tell them, don't do it, because I know one thing at the end of the day, they're going to do exactly what I did with the naysayers. I'm going to do it anyway. And then when they do it anyway,
0: I know it's really there. Well, you know, I, I love what you said, especially earlier, because I have said that. I said, you know, whenever you know, one of the ways you find out what you know you're supposed to do is based on what you get in trouble for. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. right, Like, right, right. Right, right. I always got in trouble for talking, and look what I do yeah. now. So... Right. Uh, <laughs> Yes. And 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 you're right. Like or 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 when you see a child like automatically doing things that that just come second nature, mm-hmm. right? Like you and acting and doing that. And and it's funny because the stuff that you just said, like, kind of have a symbolic. You know, Dexter. Your name was Dexter, yet you were in Dexter, right? Yes, <laughs> like, yes, so, yes, uh, yes. You mentioned something yes. about sweet. And now you're in <laughs> Queen sugar. I'm just right, right, it. right, 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 right so so, so <laughs> oh, I, but I like that I
2: like yeah that. you're like
0: manifesting your little future there but uh <laughs> right, right and oh, then you're oh. like I want to get out of Texas but you're back in Texas with yes. this show <laughs> a little circle, right but, right. but it, it, I, it, 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 speaking of which Aaron
2: when before because I, I lived in Los Angeles for a good 17 years 17 years of my life and when I start making my announcement to my friends uh, acquaintances, you know, um, you know, professional colleagues out there. When I say I'm moving back to Texas, they say, Texas? What's in Texas? (laughs) What's in Texas? Tumbleweeds? (laughs) What about your acting career, Cedric? What about your acting career? I say my acting career is not going anywhere. You know, when I came out, first of all, I moved to Texas because I wanted to raise my son out here. I I I felt it was the best place. Right. For me to raise my son, especially where I was in my career, you know, I didn't didn't have, you know, the momentum that I would have liked during that time, uh, i.e., the resources to put him in the kinds of schools that I wanted to put him in. I said, okay, so I'm going to move back to Texas yeah. where I can have a better educational system, form, et cetera, et cetera. At the same time, I'm going to continue to do my thing in Texas. You know, since I've been living in Texas, I've booked several jobs.
0: That's the yes. thing.
2: I hear oh, that, like,
0: there's work everywhere
2: in exactly. Texas. especially
0: especially with the way things are becoming in the industry. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, I, I we've run out of time, Cedric. I gotta have you back in the future. We got You gotta book something, uh, uh, another really big uh, show. Maybe, maybe you know, we'll get Oprah in on this and talk okay. about the, okay. the, right, and talk about your episode there. I don't know, we'll figure something out. Because we got to have you back. But uh, I want to say a big thank you for joining us here on the show. You can all tune in to him. Yeah, that's uh, American Crime there. And uh, you could you could turn in though, to AMC every Saturday. It's season two. Go check out uh, Cedric and all of his glory there. Of course, he had to shave his glory. So, uh, yes, you yes. Know. And, the, and,
2: let, and let them know when they're watching me to, you know, give me a shout out on Twitter at C.E. Duplishane. Yeah. Give me some love. Yeah. We got
0: yes. to show them lots of love over there. So Saturdays. Right. Yes. All right. <laughs> Cedric, I'm already following you. I'm going to keep retweeting. I'm seeing you. you right now. Yeah. Like, that's that's how we're going to roll. Nice. Thank you so so very much for spending time with us here on the Hollywood Social Lounge, Cedric. I appreciate you Aaron. Take care. Um, We'll talk to you later Alright, so there you go Yeah, go check them out It is all right there on AMC For you to check out Also, if you need to go back to Season 1 And stream and catch up You can do that as well Lots going on over there We're going to take a quick break Right after this We've got another really big Titan Coming up right after these messages Patrick Warburton Yeah, stay tuned right there We'll be right back right after these messages Everybody- I'm Aaron Michael Sanchez, and I want to say thank you for listening to the Hollywood Social Lounge, where we cover everything in entertainment from celebrities to film, television, music, and more. Want to join the live show on Facebook Live, Periscope TV? Then find me at Aaron M. Sanchez on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Live Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Welcome back to the Hollywood Social Lounge. Yes, it's that time for Patrick Warburton, our interview with him. He's at the Improv. Here it is. Check it out. Yes, I'm super excited about this. This is coming to the Improv right here in our own backyard. It's Irvine, not very far from any of you. For those of you tuning in around the world, yes, we apologize. But when you come, you got to get tickets to the Improv. They always have fantastic shows. And this one as well, is one not to be missed. This is happening starting tonight, Saturday, and Sunday. Special performances, yes, all the way from Hollywood himself. Patrick Warburton joins us. Good morning. Welcome to the show, Patrick.
1: <laughs> well, good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, I appreciate it. First off, how old is your little
0: guy? Oh, he's he's six years old, and he's my he's my fiancé's son, so I'm trying to get in good with him, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, I'm sure that if you were to show him The Emperor's New Groove, you might appreciate that. Uh, that, that goes well
0: for six-year-old. <laughs> um, I'll tell him. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right, actually. I got to make sure that he, because he, he has the whole, you know, Netflix thing, so he watches everything and then some on it. So he's seen more of these movies. So The Emperor's New Groove, I'm going to get him to tune into that. Do you have a special message? His name is Liam, by the way. If you just you have a special message for Liam?
1: William, you got to be well-versed in all the woodland creatures, not just the squirrels. Squeakity, squeak, squeak up. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, know, you. You, to, you know, it, it, kids today, if they're homesick from school or whatever, I mean, you can, they can watch epic movies. They can watch anything they wanted. When I was home from school, and I was very excited, I had my three TV channels to go to, but I would have to watch, you know, The Mother's-in-Law or uh, Right Munsters, which was great, or Gilligan's Island or Get Smart or... You know, um, Hogan's Heroes. I don't know. I mean, it was all, I, I believe they were even reruns in the day. But uh, it's, uh, it is is remarkable uh, what kids have access to today.
0: Yeah, it certainly well, is. Well, yeah. I, I, I Andrew, go ahead. I was, I grew, you know, I grew up down
1: there. You're, you're like, uh, from Hollywood. I have one. You're not living in Hollywood. We live in Camarillo now. Up in Do you? four kids, but my wife and I both grew up in Huntington Beach, so we're from Orange County. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah, you know, and it's, it's a beautiful. Uh, I, I love the OC. You're you're visiting the OC with Irvine, and you're doing this show, which uh, I, I I'm a little confused on it. So maybe you could break it down for me. Letters from a nut. Um, who's nut? Who's the nut? Well, the nut
1: is Ted L. Nancy. Okay, I'm glad we're confirming okay. that. It's actually, is his pen name. His real name is Barry Martyr. He's Jerry Seinfeld's producing partner, and Barry, Barry and Jerry produce comedians and cars getting coffee. Um, so they're dear old friends. They've been friends forever, and um, you know, and there's nine books of these letters. So what he's been doing for years is writing companies with a uh, very, very strange inquisitions and requests. And they're very funny because they're super thought out and ridiculous. But, you know, companies have to respond, you know, there, there, there are people in companies that their job and either legal or whatnot, or as far as, uh, you know, consumer inquisitions have got to respond to letters that people write in. And so all the letters are real. All the responses are real. <clears throat> but, to me, it's just this, this, this beautiful, glorious waste of corporate America's time. I remember, <laughs> right back to this guy. And, and I just think they're genius. So they're really funny. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to get on stage. I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, a little bit about, uh, you know, um, growing up in Orange County and. Uh, um, it's all clean. You can bring your kids to it. You normally can't bring your kids to a show yeah. the improv because well, it's, you know, it's adult entertainment. But this is really fun, really clean, and, um, and so uh, I'll be uh, talking about some personal uh, you know, things in regards to growing up in Orange County. And then we sit down and we do these letters, and the letters are all certainly fine. So it's a great show. People should come out.
0: Well, and I have to admit, I did think for a moment there, I thought, is that a typo? Because usually, you're you're right, I cannot, you can never take the kids to any of these shows. But uh, I'm excited that you're doing this because, again, so you're saying, like, like, we'd probably make really big kudos again with the little six-year-old. Like, he would, you'd want to come to see this. No, six-year-old, no. Okay, but the Um, 17-year-old
1: yes but the 17 year old you know
0: even uh you know the 14 or 15 year old you know um yes yeah. okay good to know good to know now uh, obviously you're doing so much over there i have to say i don't know how you ever rest but patrick um you, i have to say one of, and in our social media audience tazarati saying i miss him being the tick which i believe you can see on amazon now right but mine was rules of engagement um they're ever like, they're, they're always, you know, like Murphy, uh, Murphy Brown, they brought that back. Are we going to bring that back anytime soon?
1: I don't think so. I, I think, I really think, you know, with most anything that, you know, it's, it's best to put things at rest and you got to move on. You know, if you, you know, there's not going to be another rules of engagement yet, you know, but I, you know, um, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the villain in all of this is actually would actually be CBS because they never supported that show. We were a mid-season show every year, so we were never on the fall schedule. Um, we would only shoot half a season every year. No wonder. It, yeah, and so we were just an insurance policy. So they would have their new shows every year. Of course, you got you know some horrible new shows, and so right. whenever uh, the first one would s uh, the bed as they say,
0: they would drop.
1: Yeah, so we, you know, so, to, to
0: save the rest of the day uh, of the f- season, basically,
1: to save the rest of the season. So you know, they never, you know, we didn't get to do full seasons or did half seasons. Always on the fence whether or not we're going to come back. But the seven after seven years of mm-hmm. the of season, they had a hundred episodes. A hundred episodes is enough to syndicate, and then they said when they syndicated rules. We killed, and people were like this is a great show. I mean, yeah. We never got anything from CBS. They We got just a you know, crap treatment from them.
0: You know? Wow. I,
1: I... I mean, yeah, this should be a show where there's at least 200, 250 episodes, because when you do it for seven years, you know, and they could have invested more in production and everything. But, you know, what we did, we did everything. We could, if you could think about what, you know, bare bones in the realm of the sitcom world, we were bare bones and, uh, and got nothing.
0: Well, Patrick, I, I have to say, it was almost like a precursor into family life for me. Like, what would it take for... Because at the time I was single, so I was like, I'm taking notes on this. So, Patrick, I mean, I think I think a lot of what I do now is thanks to that to that show, Rules of Engagement. I'm just saying. <laughs> we had
1: fun, though. We as a cast had fun. Um, it was ridiculous. Let's see. Uh, I remember... Um, uh, boy, we remember Bianca Kalick is the one that would be late, you know? Yeah. You know, but really cute. Um, uh, Loved working with Megan, Ollie, you know, Davey. I mean, he's just uh, such a, he's so funny and, uh, and uh, do love working with Spade. We had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, you, you know, I obviously, you have so much fun in front of the screen and behind the screen. So many voices and, and I, I always, Whenever I hear your voice, I, I always know, oh, that's Patrick. But you, your favorite animated voice, just out of curiosity, who's the, your favorite character to ever play? And like, you would always just want to have that character next to you at whenever times are tough.
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, Kronk, probably. Kronk! And you, it, one, of the, one of the earliest things they did, yeah, Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove. It would just have to be that. I mean, I grew up on Disney movies. I grew up in Huntington Beach, California, not too far from the park, um, mm-hmm. in a very conservative household. We were allowed, to, I had three younger sisters, and I could watch Little House on the Prairie and The Wonderful World of Disney. Those were the two shows we were allowed to watch during the wow, week. Wow, I remember that, yeah, yeah. Disney was, just, Disney was always sort of, a, was very sacred, you know, to me from, you know, um, you know, anything and everything Disney. But to get the opportunity to work in a Disney feature, you know, uh, was, was uh, amazing. And, uh, just a great opportunity.
0: Well, and, and speaking of your childhood, it seems like you had a lot of really good memories a, as a child. What was one of your favorite memories that you love to just go back to and say, wow, you know, everything's always going to be great. Cause it seems like I, that, that's exactly what your life has been. It's everything has been great about it.
1: You know, it, yeah, it, it was, um, look, growing up in Huntington beach doesn't suck. Um, we had, um, and, uh, I, I grew up in a very warm, loving family and I just, um, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I've been very blessed and, um, you got to remind yourself at times because we can get caught up in mm-hmm. a lot of meaningless, you know, uh, BS out there and, uh, it's just, uh, um, but, uh, i been very blessed. even though. Wow. Know, you know, career-wise, um, none of us are always ever doing exactly what we want to do. We find ourselves within the trappings of you know boxes that they'll put us in in the industry.
0: That's right, Patrick Warburton. If you want to see more of the interview? You can do so just follow us at Hollywood Social Lounge on Facebook and on Twitter, the underscore HSL. I'm Aaron Michael Sanchez. You can follow me at Aaron M. Sanchez. Want to say a big thank you again to Cedric. Duplichane. Yeah. West. I like that. Cedric West. All right. There you go. We got uh, all that and more. Thanks for spending time with us here on the Hollywood Social Lounge. We'll see you again next week or on the morning show weekdays at 8 a.m. Same channels. Make it a great day. Whatever you do. Remember, life is worth living, so live it well. Bye-bye, everyone.